I'm with you on the Jimmy G stuff. Like, to be quite honest with you, it's kind of like a boneheaded thing to say that, yeah, we're just going to run it with Jimmy G and hope everything works out. Like, I don't know, man. I just, I've talked to many people about it, even non Broncos fans, like asking me, like, what do I think the Broncos are going to do at quarterback? And I always circle back to just, I feel like Sean Payne has always kind of been aggressive with what, yeah. what what he wants, what he wants to get. I think he'll be aggressive with the way he pursues the quarterback position. Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrow, with my co-host, Jay Mack. Back at you guys with another episode today to go over uh, some interesting uh Interesting topics with the Broncos quarterback situation. How do they address it either through the draft free agency, some strong opinions in Broncos country. Uh, me and Jay Mack are going to come at you with a very important episode. Basically, just obviously with the, the Broncos expected to move on from Russell Wilson this offseason. I don't think I've seen a single insider um, talk about the Broncos bringing back Russ. So at this point, <laughs> it seems in, it seems inevitable uh, that they're going to give them that post June 1st designation, meaning do the Broncos trade up in the draft or do they trade back in the draft or they do they find a bridge option of free agency or do they even run it back with Jared Sidham? There's a whole bunch of different options they can look at at the quarterback position. Um, but before we go and jump into all of that and more, um, Jay Mack, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Um, I mean, I can't really complain. I'm just ready for the games this weekend. Um well, some good, some good did happen this week. Pascal Siakam got traded, and my Spurs on the Raptors pick. So we're probably gonna end up having two top five picks in this next draft. So that's a good, you know, something good over there. Nice, nice. So yeah, I've been good. Nice. Um, so J Mac, I gotta ask you, Broncos. It's looking, uh, it's looking similar to how it did a few years ago, where the Broncos are just once again in quarterback purgatory. Russ is out. Didn't work after two years. What do you want the Broncos to do at the quarterback position? Are you thinking about the draft? Or I remember me and you had an episode. We went over a bunch of uh, bridge options, and there were some options that we didn't necessarily hate, but we didn't necessarily love. Like, what do you? What is your kind of uh, outlook for the Broncos' quarterback situation? Well, I mean, another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
it's really not much they can do in terms of free agents. Like, you know, I think people are people who are going to bridge quarterback option route. I mean, that's, I mean, it's not going to solve anything. I mean, you know, like we have, the schedule is going to be really brutal next year. So, I mean, say like what Albright or other people want, you know, bring in Jimmy G. I mean, what is that going to like, how is that any different from just keeping Russ? Like, I mean, like, I'm I'm not saying Jimmy G and Russell are on the same level, but in terms of, like, outcome of the season, it's really no different. Um, I'm I'm leaning more on the draft side of it. I think the Broncos lucked out to go 8-9 and nine and somehow still secure a top 15 pick. Like, you know, well, I want to say top 15, but, like, realistically, like a top 14 pick. Get, getting the 12th pick is a really good pick, especially with the teams ahead of them. Um, I'm I'm leaning the quarter. I'm leaning the draft route be, simply because, I mean, there's no other quarterback out there. It's either the draft quarterback or at this point you bring back Russ. Because I mean, at this like the goal is to make the playoffs, and you think you're gonna make the playoffs with a Jacoby Brissett? Think you're gonna make the playoffs with any one of these guys that's actually like realistically a bridge quarterback that could come here? I've seen people throwing around Drew Locke. I was right you. about to say that. Like, I mean, come on, guys. Like, we gotta get we gotta get realistic here. Um, Gardner Mitchell's, uh, I think, is a good quarterback, but I mean, he's with Shane Steichen. You know, sometimes only coordinators make guys work. I don't know if he can come here in a Sean Payton system and just thrive. So, no, I'm leaning towards the draft. I think that's the most logical thing to do here, especially if we want to win. Because, I mean, the Broncos are not going to enter in a full rebuild. Like, I don't think that's the, I, I don't think that's the plan. You know, I, I don't think we 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 hit that low of a rock bottom to say we got to go into a full rebuild because that would mean blow everything up, and I don't think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Champagne. I want to say Champagne doesn't have it in him. I. I just. I think he wants to win now, and yeah. I think he. I mean, look at what he did with Russ. Tell me that like a lot of the tendencies we saw with Russ this year was the same of like a rookie quarterback. You just. It was literally just like rookie quarterback tendencies with a good ability to extend plays and a really really massive contract. That's really really what it yep. was. So I think I think Champagne could honestly replicate the same, if not better, success out of a rookie. Call me crazy. I don't care. As long as they bring in the guy that they want. Like, I don't, I don't, I highly doubt. Everybody's talking about, oh, the Broncos only need to get someone. They only, if they're going to draft quarterback, they only need to get someone they love. I hope you realize that Sean Payton's the one that's going to be making the call on this. Like, you really yeah. think Sean Payton's just going to settle for someone? Like, he, he knows who, he, if he wants someone, he's going to get them. Like, I, I, I don't understand it, honestly, personally. And I'm with you on the Jimmy's G stuff. Like, to be quite honest with you, it's kind of like a boneheaded, thing to say that yeah we're just gonna run it with jimmy g and hope everything works out like i don't know man i just i've talked to many people about it even non-broncos fans like asking me like what do i think the broncos are gonna do at quarterback and i always circle back to just i feel like sean Payne has always kind of been aggressive with what, yeah. what with what he wants what he wants to get i think he'll be aggressive with the way he pursues the quarterback position um I agree. I think Sean Payne can get out a lot out of a Jimmy G um, than more than a lot of people think. I agree, but I just don't think at this point in his in his career or Jameis Winston's career or especially Drew Locke's career or uh, any of these other quarterbacks that if you're mentioning Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, just give it up because they're they're re-signing with their teams. Yeah, like um, it's not. Yeah, it's, I understand. Sean Payne will get the most out of these quarterbacks, but you realize the ceiling for Jane Daniels is so much more higher than what it is for Jimmy G right now. Like everybody's thinking so much about short term success. They're not prioritizing any kind of long term success, bro. I, I get it. We're in cap hell. I, I'm not oblivious to it, but 
you realize a quarterback, I know first round quarterback contract are a bit pricey, but they're not anywhere near as pricey if we were going to bring in like a, a Kirk Cousins or um, any of these like top options. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's just kind of where I sit at. I understand a lot of people are kind of comparing us to the Bucks last year where they oh. had a bunch of dead cap and they only had to sign Baker for a four year million dollar deal. But oh. I feel like there's not really a quarterback out there that you can bring in. I, the Kirk Cousins is the only guy that I wouldn't mind. The, besides that, I I just don't see someone that can come in and honestly call me crazy. I don't think there's someone that could come in and give us more than eight wins next year. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the quarterback list: Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Donald. I mean, those guys aren't the answers. Um, I mean, Kirk Cousins, if he didn't tear his Achilles, or I think he tore his Achilles or his ACL, I can't remember which one it was, but I mean, it's really tough. Like. Like, do you honestly sit here and think, like, in big games, any of those guys that I just said is going to go and win a big game? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Like, it's just not going to happen. People can say, well, I mean, they got a good team around them. Prime example of what's happening in the playoffs now. You could have a good team around you, but if your quarterback don't show up to play, then you're not most likely not going to win any games. The, the goal here is to make the playoffs, and people want this short-term fix. This is not going to happen with, with, with the guys that's available. And people who are bringing up the Baker comparison, they're in the NFC South. It's the worst division in football. <laughs> exactly. Like, if we were in the NFC South, we would have been in the playoffs with Russ, and the conversation would be completely different. Stuff like that is not going to happen. Like, no, no, like the, the, the Buccaneers plus, the Buccaneers have Mike Evans. They have – um. I can't even think of the running back's name right now. Um, uh, Rasheed White, I think. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember his first name. I'm, I, just, I couldn't remember his first name. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I mean, come on now. Like, I'm not saying it's easy for Baker, but, I mean, he had weapons in place. He had a championship or a built team in place already, like, in, in the worst division in football. And it's not like Tampa went out there and just dominated the field. They finished 9-8. and eight. So I'm looking at that like, do I want Baker to come to Denver in the AFC West with potential the Chargers getting a really good head coach, the Raiders um, looking like they're going to be on the come up with Antonio Pierce? Hell no. No, I don't want that. At this point, just go draft the quarterback. Or like I said, uh, I think I said in the last episode that um, I think the Broncos, are, they're, they're going to have to look at keeping Russ at this point because if there's no better option or if they don't believe in any of the quarterbacks in the draft, which I don't think that's going to happen. But, I mean, there's a possibility that Russ could come back here. I think it is the last, like, maybe – I think it's the second option that they have, either draft the quarterback or bring Russ back because there's no one – I mean, there's really no one else that it's going to be safe enough to pick. I mean, would you rather go on the next season with Russ or would you rather go on the next season with a Drew Locke, Sam Darnold, uh, Jacoby Brissett-type quarterback? Like, I mean, Sean Payton's going to choose Russell Wilson. I mean, that's just – that's he's going to do that. I I personally I don't I don't think they're gonna run it back with Russ I I don't know I I understand maybe it's smarter to because of financial reasons not to eat that dead cap now but it, the, the free agent options out there like I do agree with some people like I do think Jacoby Brissett is honestly an upgrade over Russ 
uh, in some areas, <laughs> just because Russ, um, kind of the pocket presence is horrible. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Here's my qu- question I have to present to you. Do you? What would you think if, like, let's say Sean? Because in my opinion, it goes Drake, Caleb, Jane Daniels, and there's a massive drop off to like Penix and bone because I've, I've already watched a bunch of tape on those top like five prospects and there's a massive drop off like i don't even we'll have a future episode going over our quarterback grades and everything but i i do have to say my sneak peek for Penix and jj mccarthy and bo nicks i have second round grades on them so i wouldn't be surprised if sean payton doesn't really fall in love with those guys like and isn't able to get the top three prospects so what would you say how would you feel if they actually aren't able to get those top three guys and they don't fall in love with the other guys, how would you feel about them running it back with a free agent, uh, free agent next year at that point? I mean, I feel like it would just be, I don't want to say a waste of a season, but I mean, what is the outcome going to be? Like, I mean, what's the goal going into next season if you do that? Like, do you, do you honestly think you're going to make the playoffs? Because, I mean, everybody's saying the same thing. The Chiefs aren't going to be as bad. The Chargers are for sure not going to be as bad. And the Raiders, they're probably the, – the, the, the jury's kind of still out on them. Then, and that's just that's just the division. You, the schedule's going to be harder next year. So I'm looking at that like – I mean, look, and it's just it, – it's a lot that's going to go into this offseason as well. I mean, it really depends on the signing, but I'm not, I'm not loving any of these quarterback free agents. I mean, if we got Kirk, maybe I would feel a little bit better. But the injury and everything and how much money he's going to want, too. He's going to want a lot of money, especially coming off an injury. Like, he's not going to want to come back. I mean, he's not going to want to come for anything. He was going to want his money, especially, because there's a high chance that he may not play up to the same level. So he's going to for sure want his money. But I I wouldn't like it, man, because I'd be like, you're just kind of riding on this this mindset that we can win with the that, that, that we don't need elite quarterback play which we literally do because that's exactly what we missed last season. Elite quarterback play, not even elite quarterback play above average quarterback plays what we missed last season. So, I mean, like it's not going to solve anything. If anything is going to make matters worse. Let me throw this out to people. Um, of the 14 teams that made the playoffs this year, seven of them featured starting quarterbacks that were selected in the top 10 of their respective drafts. Um, and 11 of the 14 were first round picks. Only two of them were acquired via free agency, Joe Flacco and Baker Mayfield. Also, not a single starting quarterback in the playoffs right now is under the age of 30. Just saying. Take the how you will. Just saying. Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. Not a single starting quarterback right now in the playoffs is under the age of 30. Uh, like, I, I just don't – I don't get what people – think is going to happen if we get one of those guys like we're just going to be just like I'm, I'm I'm not saying that they're not an upgrade over Russ but it's like like it Russ Russ was good at certain things and he was bad at others and the stuff he was good at is going like you bring in a guy like that he's probably not he's not probably not going to protect the ball as much as Russ did in terms of throwing interceptions wise I mean that that is it, to me is I wouldn't go that route. I I think you draft the quarterback regardless, whether it be in the first or the second round. I think there's a lot of this. This draft is very quarterback heavy, just in my opinion. I think it's very quarterback heavy. I like most of the quarterbacks in this draft, and we're one of those teams where we are a good fit for quarterbacks. Like we're not like Chicago, where the quarterbacks gonna come here and die. Like we're a really like we have a good system here. It's, it's, it's a good fit with Sean Payton and some of the weapons we have. So, yeah, I I misspoke there. I meant 
uh, none, none of the quarterbacks are over 30 years old. That's what I meant. But you, you get the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the quarterbacks right now are 29 or younger. Actually, all of them are 29 or younger in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just not on the boat with the, the whole Jacoby Brissett or Jimmy Garoppolo thing unless the Broncos just don't want don't love any of the quarterbacks. And at that point, I don't want them to like pursue anyone that they don't fall in love with. But I just they're not going to do that anyway. So there's no point in really. I'm talking about that, but next I want to talk to you about if, because I know I'm a, I'm a really big Jane Daniels guy. I assume you're a really big Jane Daniels, yeah, big Jane Daniels guy. Um, really, really want him personally, especially after watching his tape. Um, so with the with the current NFL draft order, the Bears are at one, uh, Commanders are at two, Patriots at three. A lot of people think quarterback will go one, two, and three with uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jane Daniels in any of those order uh, that you. That you think they could go? Um, do you think the Broncos, if they're going to get Jane Daniels, they absolutely have to find a way to trade into the top three? Which at this point seems like, especially after what Gerard Mayo, uh, um, Mayo, the new uh, coach of the Patriots, said, um, with uh, basically saying that we're going to draft the best, uh, the best player at like the best position at our pick, um, which most likely he's basically confirming that he yeah. wants to take a quarterback. It's going to be pretty hard for the Broncos to take any of those top three quarterbacks, honestly. But what do you think? Yeah, I think if you're going to trade with any one of those teams in the top three, it's going to have to be Chicago. And no one – I don't think Chicago – I don't know what they want to do. It really depends. If they bring in Kingsbury, I think they're 100% taking uh, Caleb Williams. I know you saw that they, they're requesting to interview him. I think they're going to end up going that route, personally. I think that they're – I don't know how much they actually believe in feels like they say they do. I just think they're one of those. They're gonna be one of those teams where, like, man, we're not gonna pass up Caleb. I just think that's what they're gonna do. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. I just think that's what they're gonna do. But I think Broncos are gonna need. They need to start eyeing other trade up options because teams like the Chargers, the 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 Cardinals, like, they're gonna sit on their picks just because, like, they're entering a whole new process. So they're not in a position to trade down. It wasn't like you know their quarterback got injured and you know. Their team just, you know, they they didn't have their quarterback. It's not like that. No, they they were terrible. So they're gonna. I think they're gonna keep those picks. So I think trading up is really difficult. Yeah. Um, it, it's just difficult to trade up right now. I don't really see a team that I say, oh, the Broncos can trade up with them. I mean, the Chargers is it's a division. I mean, maybe if you give Arizona a good enough offer, if you give a team like the Giants maybe a good enough offer, but like Tennessee, Atlanta, they're keeping their pick. Maybe, maybe Chicago's second pick is something you can eye, depending on who's still available there. But I think those are all like really, really like far, far fetched trades. So they might have to stay put at 12, but I still think there's good options at 12. Yeah, Arizona is probably the spot just because <laughs> um, the Giants with uh, Daniel Jones, they're tied to that contract. They could maybe take a quarterback. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Titans. I, we don't really know how they feel long term about Will Levis. We don't even know who they're going to hire, so that'll impact the decision to. Uh, I have them hiring Bobby Slowick, but um, great, he's going to be a great head coach. Yeah, really he really is. Yeah, um, like you said, Chicago at nine. Then we have the Jets at ten. They're they're with Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean, Arizona is looking like the pick. It's really going to come down to draft day. I don't see the Broncos like trading like how you saw with uh, Bears and Panthers last year, way before the draft they traded. Um, I I agree with you. I don't think the Bears are going to pass on Caleb. I think they're going to take Caleb. It's all gonna. It's really all going to come down to like those um, 
excuse me, Washington. They'll take a quarterback. Yeah, New, sure. New England. It, it's yeah, New, New, tough, New England's man. taking a quarterback. And I really don't want Jaden Daniels to go there. I feel like it's gonna be terrible for his career. But I think uh I think I think he's gonna end up going to New England. But I mean, the reason why I don't say Arizona is because they've been really adamant on like we're building around Kyler. And if Marvin Harrison Jr. is sitting on the board, I don't think they're gonna move there. I think they're gonna take him. I mean, because think about it, like you think Denver's gonna come up with a Denver's gonna have to come up like with an insane offer to trade up within the top five. I don't think they want to do that. Because I mean, yeah. you know, like I don't think they want to do that. I mean, because at that point, like what other team is gonna like you think that like the Titans are gonna take a quarterback? I mean, Atlanta could. That's a team I, I think could take a quarterback, but I don't think any other team like is gonna take a quarterback before us. Not Minnesota, not the Jets. The Bears are probably already taking one. Um the Giants know, Chargers know, Arizona know. So you got the, the the Titans and the Falcons, but I think the Titans are gonna run it back with Will Levis. And I think uh I think Atlanta's a dark horse for a quarterback there, but I don't know. You never really know what they're thinking. I mean, Belichick finna look like he's about to go there, so ain't really no telling what they're gonna do, especially if he's the one making the decision. So you you I, I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, I think if the Broncos, if the quarterback starts to slide, at the bare minimum, you have to trade into the top seven with Tennessee. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's the bare minimum. Chargers aren't taking a quarterback. I think Giants won't take a quarterback. Um, Arizona, like you said, with uh, Kyler, I think we should be fine there depending on um, – yeah, I agree. I think they go somewhere else other than quarterback, but it's tough, man. The, this is the most tricky, the like the quarterback situation has been for the Broncos in years because seems like the Russell Wilson relationship is headed else is headed south. Um, there's not a great pool of free agents at all. I do have to say though, every year there's some type of quarterback surprise every offseason where a trade candidate becomes available. So who knows what happens? Um, I'm sure there'll be something surprising that comes up after the Super Bowl. Um, but it's tough, man. It, really don't have any kind of clue where the Broncos are going to go. I, I would love so much to get one of those top three quarterbacks, but I just don't know if it's going to happen. I'll just say this. I think, yeah, those top three guys are going to be good. I think that, you know, it. I still think it depends on fit. I think Drake may go in with the enemy. It'll be good. Um, Jane Daniels, I don't like the fit with New England. Caleb, I don't really – the fit with Chicago, they're going to have to do a complete culture rebuild first off, and they're going in with the same head coach. That's already a red flag right there. But I think um, <laughs> I think with us, I mean, those those other quarterbacks, I think Penix, I think that's that'll be a really good fit. I think that's – I'm not saying that's that's the guy I want. I want Jane Daniels. But, I mean, at, in terms of, like, fit, I think Penix kind of fits what Sean wants to do. I mean, he's got a – he doesn't have the best arm. But he has really good accuracy. I mean, he he has really good intangibles. I think it, it, it'll be a little bit of a project, him making that, you know, transition. But I think it won't be – I think it's it's better than a lot. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Bo Nix, but I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like Bo Nix at 12. I don't think he's a 12th overall pick type of guy. But I wouldn't mind getting him if you could, like maybe trade up mid-second round kind of and snag him. I wouldn't mind that. Because I really do like Bo Nix. If I have to say, I mean, JJ McCarthy, I haven't watched enough tape on him. I don't know if he's the guy for Sean, but um, I definitely think Penix and Bo Nix are some guys that the Broncos are going to be really, really looking into because yeah, Jaden Daniels, the, the the draft pick did not shape up how the Broncos wanted it to be, especially for top three picks, because all three of those teams desperately need a quarterback. Yeah, I think uh Penix, Bo Nix, those are major, like I 
in my evaluation, I see those guys as like they need a, at least a year to like absorb the game. Yeah. Um, I think they're massive projects. I'm not I'm not super high on them personally, but um, we'll probably have an episode uh, next week or so going over every single quarterback prospect. <laughs> but uh, also want to throw out there, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this in 2023, the top three dead, the top three teams and dead cap were the Bucks, Rams, and Packers. All three of those teams made the playoffs. So once again, another reason why just because letting go of Russ doesn't mean that the future is absolutely just screwed forever. Like they, they were able to overcome that. The Bucks had a, a crap ton of dead cap, and they still over uh, overcame it, and they're and they're still in the playoffs. So yeah, I mean, the good thing, the 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 one thing about those teams though is that they're all in the NFC, and the AFC is True. the way better conference. That's the only thing that I mean. Teams are going to end up getting better. I mean, I think the Broncos, they're – I mean, I, I I know you saw the report came out that said that they're not going to make any big splash free agency signings. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not really surprised. I, I think they'll make one. I mean, yeah. me and we've all talked about it, edge. I mean, there's a lot of good edge players that's coming out. But, I mean, the Broncos really signed every – like, they signed a lot of, like, positions. So, I mean, it's not really much more they can do to go out there and – just get a ton of weapons, you know, like just get a ton of players. I mean, what all necessarily do we need to make a big splash in certain positions? But, I mean, I, I really hope that they don't make that mistake of getting that bridge quarterback. I really hope they don't because that's going to – I mean, look, now, if we if we sign somebody and then draft a QB, then that, that that's fine. You know, like I'm, I'm good with that. But if you're just like going into the season saying uh, Ryan Tannehill's our starter or something like that, like, bro, what is that like? Like, what is that gonna solve? Like, I'll be really, and I'll be shocked they even do that because that's not even a Sean Payton type of move. I mean, he, I mean, he did that. I mean, he did it. We tried to do it with Teddy and Jameis, but they were already built in. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were already built in and proven. They were already proven starters in the league, so that was completely different. Like, they started elsewhere. They backed up Drew. I mean, like that was that. But like people, people, man, man, still need to be the starting quarterback. I'm, I'm, I'm not on that train either. I'm not I'm not on that train. I think you gotta I think you gotta draft whether it be with the 12th pick trade up or wait to the second round, like you said, because a lot of these quarterbacks are gonna fall to probably the second round. Um, but that's just me. Yeah, it it's tough, man. It, this year there's just like not a lot of options, man. Really. Like I, I genuinely look at a lot of these guys and I would say, Yeah, I don't want him, I don't want him, I don't want him. And I just can't get on this, I can't get on this train of um a reset year. I I I don't think Sean Payne wants to do it either. I don't think he wants to do it either. So, um, but with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you're listening on YouTube, leave a like, uh, leave a comment as well. Let us know what you want to do with the Broncos quarterback situation. How do you think the Broncos should should address it? Uh, do you think the Broncos will be able to trade up and uh, select someone? Uh, do you maybe see it differently? Um, Please let us know in the comments uh, down below. Turn notifications on if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Show us support over there as well. But with that being said, I'm your host, Amir Farrell, with my co-host, J-Mac. So the next one, peace out, everybody. Peace out.